Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 148 recorded live in Dave's apartment on Saturday, April 10th, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who told me he would never want to see the last episode to see the light of day again. Dave Play. You mean the first episode? Well, the last episode that we just... Anyway, the man who had way too much fun editing the last episode, Andy Lowe. Hi. Hi, Andy. Hi, Dave. It's good to see you in my apartment again. It's good to be back. It's been since December. Yes. The 20... uh, Four months. I was going to say the 29, but that doesn't work. I'm so used to saying 2010 now. It's just... Yeah, the 2009. You can say 20-09, I suppose. No, no aughts, no zeds. I still say, actually, 2010, even though I told myself I'd start calling it 2010. I do 2010, and so I was going to say 29. I'm trying to do 2010. You know, it was the 2010 Olympics. It's the 2010 census. Yes. That much, I, I got a visit from the census worker today. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know why they're having people go out right now, because NARFU shouldn't be starting for NARFU non-response follow-up mm. shouldn't be starting until may yeah especially because i did respond well i don't know. i sent in my form and hey. they show up at my door hey, hey, hey i don't have to deal with any of these counties over here yeah i know this is all somebody else's business so for for those of you who were confused last week of course was our attempt at an april fool's joke i thought it was hilarious i thought it was great i'm already trying to think of what we can do for next year so um in case people were wondering i took audio the scraps the, the literally the scraps that I try and get rid of all the time. And normally I would get rid of the this stuff that's ums and but sometimes I leave it in there. And yeah. Babies and the the clicking of the keyboard as yes. we're looking things up. Yes. So I took all that scrap stuff that is not good for anything and I threw it all together. And for kicks and giggles, if you listened past the first audio transition, I brought back episode zero. For Which those, I regret now ever deciding to keep. When we recorded it, Andy said, trash it. I said, no, it's good for posterity. <laughs> so we can look back on it. And now I want to erase it from history. <laughs> so it's awful. If you listen to the last episode, halfway through, for about a good 10 minutes, is the very first recording that we did. Back in Bellevue. Back in that Bellevue Hotel Washington. Oh, yeah. God. And then after the second audio transition, then we did, I went back to the rest of yeah. the uh, fun stuff. I, I was amused just by the start. You know, in the first 30 seconds, you know something's odd. Yeah. Because it doesn't stop the music. No. The music just keeps on going. You're like... You, you, it's, you're sitting there going like, and now. Nope. Nope. Wait. And... Oh, uh, here it comes, and... Nope. What the hell? Hey, man, it's April Fool's Day. I just had to do had to do something funny. Yeah, except I recall you saying that you hated everyone doing stuff on the internet for April Fool's. And now when you finally get a chance, we've got the recording down, we got everything, we had an idea. You love it. I feel like we are part of the internet. <laughs> we had people come and tell us what the hell is going on. Yep. It's, it's April Fool's. I had a couple people tell me they loved the part where I would just take all our swear words and then just repeat it for 15 seconds. Yes, that was a fun part. Which just Dave's in there going, damn, 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 damn. damn. Oh. <laughs> oh. And I never realized... How many numbers we say? A lot. Until you just remove everything but, but numbers. numbers. Well, There's, especially when we do, like, the NPD stuff. Yeah, the NPDs. The major chunk that I had was when we were talking about the STEAM survey. Yep. And so we were going over all of the percentages, and the everything graphics. technology has got a freaking number. Of course it does. Oh, 
That was fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I have to start thinking of something I can do for the site itself next year. Like what? I don't know. But you got to do all the fun stuff for the the actual audio. I didn't really get to do anything for it. No. So you'd have to do something now, and then I have to figure out what to do next time for the audio. Right. God, how am I going to top this? We could transcode the audio as like a, a, an image file? No. No? No. It would be pretty cool. It would look like gobbledygook. Yes, but I'm kind of curious about what it would look like. <laughs> well, Dave... We have all the audio, including episode zero. Yeah, on the site. If you if you want to find episode zero, it's up there. If no, case, don't tell them that. <laughs> it's hidden. Is it? Yes. At least I think it's. Hidden. I don't think it's. It, it shouldn't be hidden. Well, now we're both of a Dave and I are going to go to the web page and see episode one, the crappy green. Yes, but that's episode one. Yeah. Where's episode zero? I might have hidden episode zero. Well, um, if you know how to find all the rest of the episodes, you can find episode zero because it's hiding among them. Is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I have the list somewhere. It's fine. You have FTP I, access. Yeah, I have root access to the website. I can find the damn episode. <laughs> and oh. the database. Yes. So that was last week. The week before that. week before that was a random, random topic recap. Yes. Because I was in Boston. Yes, for PAX. East. East. It was fun. Uh, I won't, I, I don't think I'll torture Andy by going into great detail here. Uh, but if you look at the list of links, there is one in there that says Dave wrote for Epic Default. And I did write up a small PAX recap in that. And so I would just direct our listeners over to Epic Default. Were you part of the... Did they do a... Uh, um, oh, wait, Johnny wasn't, wasn't there. There wasn't anything official that I know of. Okay. Uh, but I I was invited to write for Epic Default, and so I wrote down my thoughts about PAX. It has a comment. Ah. A comment. Mm. Oh, geez. This is long. <laughs> yeah, that was short, actually. Yeah. That was me just kind of writing down the best and most important stuff that I saw. So, oh, before we forget, speaking of PAX East and stuff. We, stuff yeah, we should probably talk about the survey, shouldn't we? Yes. So um, April is census month. April 1st was actually the official census day. Census day. No joke on that one. That was the official right. day. Why they chose, well, they probably chose April 1st before it was April Fool's Day. No, they they actually picked late March last or last time. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh. I don't know why they picked April 1st, but April 1st was the official census day. So on the 30th, the, the 31st, the yeah, March had 31. I was like, wait, did March have 31 days? days September. Yeah. So the 30th, the 31st, and the 1st, we went out and we did the soup kitchens. We did the homeless shelters. We did under uh, overpasses, that sort of We tried to count everybody on those three days because Census Day was officially April 1st. Okay. So um, my thought behind this was that Okay, we have some numbers that say how many people are listening. We have we have a lot of numbers actually that say people are listening. The problem is they're all different. So, what we're trying to do is actually get kind of gauge who actually is listening. Yes. We have an online survey. It is towards the bottom of the list of links. It is called Our Survey. 
I will definitely post this up as news posts as well. So those people who go to the website, yep, and well, play there, the- there may even be like a pop up on the website. I don't know. I haven't looked into the code yet. <gasps> uh, that will help you take the survey. Please, 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 please take the survey. Take- Fill it out. It's ten questions long. I census forms ten questions long. Survey monkey free limit is ten questions long. <laughs> You don't have to tell them that. I want to be honest with them. I wanted it just to be 10 questions, though. Something really simple on there. I It's easy. It's short. In fact, it's really nine questions, and then there's a spot for comments. So, yeah. So, it's nine. It's even less than the census forms. So, it's... If Please you could, take it. Yes. If there, you feel, there are actually incentives to take it. Yes, we have... Andy, tell them what they could win, sort of well, win, because it's, it's not a lottery, it's not a prize. Prize would be legal issues and stuff that we don't want to worry about. No. So... But we may be giving to one of our listeners as a gift. <laughs> in the survey, if you fill out your email address, we will take from all responses with the email address attached to them through the random generator... The one that we use to pick the random topics. Yes, the same one we use to pick the random topics. And one per... Well, we'll probably have multiple people. Yeah, because we're going to do a $20? Yes. $20 Amazon gift card. Yes. Two $10 Amazon gift cards. Yes. To two different people. Yes. And then there is more stuff that may or may not be on the way. It will be a surprise to you. And us. <laughs> and us. But you, you, you have a chance to get stuff. Yes. Yeah. Kind of cool stuff. I yes. Mean, $20 on Amazon is, is pretty nice. You could go and get yourself something on Amazon. You, could, you can basically get anything on Amazon. Minus yeah, at this point, lumber. I don't know about that. And Amazon.com. <laughs> so please. You, uh, I know you can buy hammers and nails, so I wonder if you can buy lumber and then you could... You could buy a material I, to build a house on Amazon. I know you can buy... F- oh, yeah, uh, two by fours. Meh. Portable lumber mill, red oak lumber. Oh, this stuff is currently unavailable. One by three inch lumbers. So you could buy yourself some, basically some two by fours. So you could buy two by fours, nails, and a hammer. Yeah. And saws and everything on Amazon. Wow. Probably not for $20, though. Um, you could buy one for 350 So you could oh. buy... You could buy a fair amount. You could buy a... F- yeah. Plus shipping, though. Eligible for free Super Saver shipping. Awesome. Oh, that'd be 25 wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, so you buy $5 worth of your own lumber. We'll give you the $20 gift card. <laughs> and then you can get all your lumber shipped to you for free. <laughs> for building your own house. Right. Which you could then could order everything else off of Amazon. Why aren't we sponsored? <laughs> um, so... You know, it, it would be helpful to us just to get an understanding of who's listening, who's been listening, where you listen, stuff like that. Yes, stuff so we can actually look at the numbers that we have and see how right they are, right? Because, I guess, yeah. Well, we've got numbers. One says 40, one says 60, one says 1,000. I'm thinking that last one might be wrong. I think the last one's including bots. <laughs> Hey, to all the bots out there who are able to fill out surveys yeah. <laughs> and who actually listen to the show, we've got the link right there. Yeah, you will, go you will all the spiders will find You'll it. You'll find so. the link. Just go and fill out the information. If we can now get a response from a Google bot, oh. I'd be scared. <laughs> I'd be very, very, very scared. So, yes. 
um, topics. Someone will just go in and fill out from Googlebot. Yeah, Probably funny. Kate. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right. So um, since we haven't really recorded in um, three weeks. We have a lot of topics. Yes. I just keep on adding topics, yeah. and now I know how to move the links around. So yeah, now I, I just keep on adding topics. I need topics. to write that button for you to just do it. Okay. So $500 car on Craigslist beat $40,000 rally cars? Yes. There's a rally car through Mexico. It's a rally race through Mexico. Well, I'd assume it's a rally race, given yeah. that they are rally cars. What, pray tell, for our listeners and your co-host, yes. qualifies a rally race? Um, it's multiple stages, off-road for most of it. And so you would actually have – you have the race course, and you have a rep person who's driving there. And you normally have a co-driver who actually has the directions written down. Okay. So it's a race from point to point, and then you have transition stages in between sort of things. But it's basically off-road racing. Okay. So, like, any sort of off-road racing is a rally race? Basically, yeah. Okay. Multi-stage off-road Multi-stage racing. Multi-stage off-road equals yeah. rally. Okay. So this guy – bought a car for $500 off a of Craigslist, was able to, I guess, put himself in, like, some unclassified class. So the stuff that is beyond, like, because normally it would have, like, weight restrictions, that sort of stuff. But I guess there's a, there's a class that's mm-hmm. unspecified. So they can just, it's where all whatever. the crazy cars go. Okay. Like the super lightweight, the super powerful cars. Yeah. He was able to get himself in that class. And Did he, like, he had to do some work on the car, I'm sure. Well, yes, because it's a $500 car. <laughs> off of Craigslist, yeah. Okay. So he uh, was able to work it, able to actually get in the race. Most of the people watching the race were amazed at this guy, because you see rally cars, they're super tuned, super lightweight, everything else. And this guy is just a 1991 BMW. That's nice. <laughs> And, no joke, after the race, he got 23rd out of 25th for the class. So, he was actually able to beat these rally cars. Rally cars, yeah. He didn't, like, win the race. No, no, he didn't win the race. No, that that would be ridiculous. Okay, but he did beat some cars. Yes. Cool. So, I I thought this was a cool link, because this is basically almost the do-it-yourself version Hey, I want to be in a rally car race. <laughs> sure. Let me go find myself a car. Okay. And I'm in the race now. And he beats the other cars. <laughs> so the next next one on the list is the Gamer I. Well, I call it the Gamer I chart. Some people called it the Gamer IQ test. Yeah. Either way, this is... A lot of characters. Yeah. Uh, theoretically to scale. No. They no. To scale. Not to scale. But Not to there scale. is still... I think that's the black and white who lion. What? Where? Second line. Kind of mixing into the first line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. It's kind of cool. Like, you can zoom in on any part and be like, oh, yeah, I kind of know that character. I remember that one. But there are 375 games, 425 different game characters. Two of the games were never made. Ten characters are represented more than once. Five games are represented by an object rather than a character. And there are 20 hidden Fallout 3 bobbleheads <laughs> just in there. Nice. So, uh, uh, there's some really tiny ones in there. Yeah. So, yeah, you should find look at the full image in order to actually try and figure this all out. But 
I see things in there from SWAT, from current games, previous games, Soul Calibur. I mean, you can just look at the graphics and kind of pick out which generation they're in. Oh, man. Chun-Li. Phoenix Wright. There's all the Halo guys, Gears of War guys, Indiana Jones. That's from the movie. That's not actually from any of the Indiana Jones games. Yeah, but he's still from a game. Yeah. Wolverine. Hitman in the corner? Yeah. I didn't notice him before. I see a lot of uh, Final Fantasy in here. Oh, darn. Yeah, well. Oh, I found the, oh, there's Dig. Plants vs. Zombies. No, that's not Dig. That's Full Throttle. And Grim Fandango right behind him. Braid's in, oh, Braid's in there, too. Man, Braid's tiny. So, there you are. If if you ever feel bored... <laughs> Just start looking at that. Yeah. See how far you get. My guess is not very far. Okay, Andy, why do we have something about DNS? Oh, the 25 years yeah. of .com? The .com name was first used back in 1985. Right. So it's 25 years old now. And no joke, these are the list... Of the uh, first dot-coms? No, no, the hundred oldest still-in-use dot-com names. Bulletinboard.com, BBN, rather, Xerox.com, IBM.com, Sun.com, Intel. They're all company, like, they're all tech companies. AT&T, GE, Stargate.com. That's a little, yeah. Boeing. Now, is that still owned by the same person? I don't know, but it's been (laughs) continually owned it's still existing yep. ever since August 1986. Well, cool. So, <laughs> 3Com, jeez. Tandy? Somebody still uses Tandy? Someone probably bought the name. Fox, Firefox can't, fi- can't find Tandy. What? I found TandyLeatherFactory.com. Are you sure these are all still in existence? Supposedly, that's what they said. These the following are the 100 oldest still existing registered.com domains. Hmm. So maybe this site is wrong. Tandy.com redirected me to Radio Shack. Oh, yeah, because they got bought by Radio Shack, didn't they? I have no idea. I guess so. I remember that now, after you pointed it out. DuPont, out of all people. Cool. Yeah, there's, there's some history for you right back there. Yeah. Man... Go back and invest in any one of those companies in the late 80s, yeah. mid 80s. Or just. Well, I guess squat. not any one of them because, like, you know, uh, Tandy.com, you would have gotten screwed. Um, you just you just have to squat on some of these names. No? No. You're not a web squatter? Well, if you'd squatted on the names, they just would have done something else. And in fact, that early in the whole thing, they could have petitioned to get something other than .com. Probably. Squatting on IBM.com back in the early 80s probably would result in everything not being .com anymore. Because IBM would have gone to ICANN and said, you know what? I think we need something like .biz. Because we're a business. Or .tech. .biz. Oh, funny. So it seems um, people don't want to pay for news online. Really? I know. Big shocker right there. Duh. So six out of ten Americans get some news online during the day, and each person spends three minutes and four seconds per visit to a news site. But 
Three Nobody. minutes and four seconds per visit. Yeah. I think that's what we get on our site. Hey, I guess we're a news site. Well, technically. Sort of. We do provide news. Yeah. So, Wall Street Journal has their pay content. New York Times is going with the pay content. And, and now... They're uh, all losing readers. But no, even now, the uh, London Times and the Sunday Times are also going to be pay subscription. Ugh. One pound for a day, because that's the cost of a paper newspaper if you just buy it off the street. Right. And two dollar, two pounds for a week's subscription. So... Uh, What's the pound? Is it like two fifty to one now? I think it's. And I know it's north of two pounds to a dollar. I don't know what it is anymore, though. You mean two dollars to the pound? I think the Go pound Google. is more than a dollar, or it used to be. It used to be like five pounds or five dollars to the pound. One U.S. dollar is point six five British pounds. So about like one point eight. Man, I love Google. One point five. So a dollar and a half a day, or three dollars for a week. It's not bad. No. It's not great. Three dollars a week, 52 weeks a year. I get it free from Yahoo.com. <laughs> yep. I mean, their, their business model is so screwed at this point. But what are they going to do? They either... I don't know. You if either... I, Andy, if I knew, I could make a fortune. Because <laughs> I could go over to Rupert Murdoch or... Uh, whoever's in charge of New York Times and say, this is how you do it. It, it just sucks, though, because the Wall Street Journal it was the first one to do the online pay system. Yep. And it works at the Wall Street Journal, so everybody in the newspaper industry goes, well, the Wall Street Journal can do it. Why can't we? And then it's problems from there on out. Yep. We'll see uh, how it turns out. Uh, so the Nexus One, the Google super smartphone. Android phone. I saw a couple in Boston. It was really funny. I think Android phones outnumbered iPhones at PAX. Which is funny because um, after the first 74 days at the market, the Nexus One only sold 135,000 units. Really? Yes. Wow. Just 135,000. After 74 days, yeah. the iPhone, um, one point, yeah, 1 million after 74 days. And the Droid was at... Well, I said Android, not Nexus One. <laughs> outnumbered iPhones. Being well, all specific, are you? But I did say that I saw a couple Nexus Ones. Okay, so you saw a couple of Nexus Ones out of the... 185,000 sold. Yeah. They're gorgeous phones. But there is no actual keyboard. No, there isn't. And I, I can't use uh, a touch keyboard. I've, <laughs> I've come to realize. I, I shake too much. Ah. And that's only going to get worse as I get older. You need to cut back on the caffeine. I say this as I'm drinking as a Mountain Dew. As you're drinking Dew. Mountain Dew and I'm drinking Verner's. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't think that caffeine has much to do with this one. Actually, no. I didn't have much caffeine this year at PAX. <sighs> that's... And Mo was caffeine-free. Well, that's because it's Mo. But that is surprising. Yeah. I, I kept wondering, like, for the first day and a half, two days, why I got so tired at, like, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I said, like, man, it's only 11. I'm exhausted. I'm ready for bed. What's going on? They're like, oh, I haven't had any caffeine. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was trying not to go back to PAX, but it, it no, stuck it, up. <laughs> with you actually getting tired at a normal human hour to get tired, perfectly acceptable. Okay. <laughs> perfectly acceptable. Kate so, is highly amused. 
So Nintendo came out with the DS... 3DS. No, well, no, they came oh, out. they came out with the DS. The, no, it was the DSi well, X. It, it was the DS, the then DS. the DSi. Then the... No, no, DS, DS Lite. DS Lite, right. Then the DSi. Then the DSi. Then the DSi XL. Then the DSi XL. And now, on the eve of launching the DSi XL... They announced... The 3DS... Which is actually the fifth generation of the Nintendo DS. <laughs> In how many years? Uh, the prototype was at E304. So they basically have been... So in six years, it's, it's about every year and every 14 months, there's a new version, on average. This one will have the dual screens, and it'll be able to play in 3D. Yeah. You will not have to need the glasses, though. Right. Supposedly is what they say. They've got a way. So I, I've seen what is, I've seen on the iPhone, an app for the iPhone, what is rumored to be what they're doing with the, the 3DS. Okay. And all it is is that it has the accelerometer in it. So it knows its own position. It knows its own orientation. And as you change the orientation, the image on the screen changes. And it changes to match that orientation. So as you turn the the DS, if you like have it flat out in front of you and you tilt it up, then basically the view of the camera tilts like that. So it just adjusts the point of view of the image on the screen. Right. That's one of the rumors, is that that's what it does. I could see that, because it wouldn't take too much. No, all, it's, it's the DS with an accelerometer. Yeah. But it could be... They do have glasses-free 3D technology now. There are some TVs that are I know. Which, so it could be that. <sighs> I just want to know how much more this is going to cost, since I oh, guess... It's, no, it's a DS. It'll yeah. be 150 to $200. They know who they're competing with. They're not going to start pricing it higher. They're competing with what? The iPhone now? Yep. The iPhone's getting a unified gaming system. Yes, we have that link, right? Do we? Do we? I, I thought don't we think did. We do. What? I thought I put it on there. I don't see it on the list. Uh, R. Well, I have to hunt it down again. But yeah, the iPhone's getting their version of Xbox Live now. I like to think of it more like their version of Steam, but. All right, yeah, Steam does have achievements as well. I guess they're really the same thing at this point. Yeah. What people won't do for achievements. <laughs> Says Andy, the gentleman who has how many crap games just for the gamer score? I only had like two. Kung Fu Panda? I played it through once because I never actually saw the movie. This is a good movie. Plus, it was that dual disc with Indiana Jones, like, well, Lego Indiana Jones. So I played Lego Indiana Jones. And they're like, oh, I've already got Kung Fu Panda. Might as well yeah, might, I've got it here. I, I might see. as well play it through. Certainly. As you can see, if you go look at my thing, I haven't finished all the other... I played through it once on normal difficulty level. I don't obsess about your gaming habits to that degree. Well, then why'd you have to bring it up? Because it was really funny. Well, Do you want your GTA 4 disc back? I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> you need to finish it first. I'll finish it, fine. <sighs> so, speaking of video games and consoles... Yes. Parents who buy their children a video game system um, could hinder their academic development. Really? Yes. It's the first controlled trial to look at the effects of playing video games on learning in young boys. So there were two groups. Um, one was given a PS2 right off the bat. 
and the other half was given a PS2 after a few months. And they compared the amount of time spent studying and their academic performance. Well, but it it is not a cause and effect of if you buy your child this PlayStation 2, their grades will drop. The whole thing's a warning about pay attention to their playing habits and make sure that they're still doing schoolwork and studying. But it's still a hard fact, though, that those with the PlayStation spent less time engaged in after-school activities and showed less advancement in their reading and writing skills than the control group. I'd say that depends on what you're defining as an after-school activity. Because if my after-school activity is go over to my friend's house and play on his PlayStation 2... Okay, so it says educational after-school okay. activities. Like what? Well, yeah, I know. But they... Like quiz I, Bowl, I mean... Oh, Quiz Bowl. That was fun. God, what was the game we played last night? Quiz Bowl helped with it. Like, being in Quiz Bowl is... Uh, buzzword. Have you ever played Buzzwords? Is that the... Is that, that's, the that's the PS3 trivia game, right? No. No? Pen and paper. Oh. Well, card and paper and... So you, you get a, a word yeah. at the top. It's two teams. Okay. One person from your team picks up the card, reads the word, and then there's a list on the left and a list on the right. And you read the list on the left in order, and as you read the one on the left, your team has to guess the one on the right. All the things in the right contain the buzzword. Uh-huh. So if the word is web, okay, then uh, on the left, you know, the first clue could be... Uh, when at first we learn to deceive, dot, dot, dot. And so the, your team has to guess what a tangled web we weave. I've never heard that saying before. Uh, pretty sure it's Shakespeare. Okay. Uh, it was, they guess it right, so you go on to the next one. And so it's, uh, you know, browsing the internet. Surfing the web. Bingo. So okay. you go on to the next one, and you keep going. And you, you, if you can't get it, then you have to pass. You have a minute to go through ten questions. And any of the ones that you pass or didn't get to, the other team gets to guess those. Ah, okay. It was a lot of fun. It was really, really fun. Because there is that PS3 trivia game called Buzz. This was not that. Okay. Just want to make sure. There's also an Xbox 360 game called 1 vs. 100, but... Well, yeah, but that's on Xbox Live, and that season's done now. I know. It's sad. Oh, well. Next season will come by soon. <laughs> um... We had a uh, stone that happened recently. Did we? Facebook became the most visited website, even over Google. Even over porn? Well, there's lots of porn on the internet, but there is no centralized one. Well, true, it, there's no, like, www. Well, I guess there probably is a www.porn.com. But... Oh, there probably is a porn. If there isn't, <laughs> somebody really... Um... I gotta go buy something. <laughs> porn.com redirects to random access podcasts. <laughs> Our traffic would go through the roof. <laughs> and then I would be sad. And Why? you get all, well, all the people would come there and be like, porn, what the? <laughs> this is not porn. Well, we're sitting here anyways. Might as well listen. <laughs> yeah, I think then they would. <laughs> look for more porn. <sighs> Facebook accounts for 7.07% of the U.S. web trick, while Google received 7.03%. I'd believe it, because at work, I see so many people on Facebook. No matter what else they're doing, almost everyone who sits down opens up Facebook. You see, I my Facebook stream is just... It's not that interesting to me. They don't even do it for their streams anymore. They're playing Farmtown. Or Farmville, or whatever. They're, they're playing whatever that farming thing is. That, or whatever, Mafia Wars. Mafia Wars is a big one. I have to keep kicking them off of it. 
Mafia Wars. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, Mafia Wars even had a uh, April Fool's joke. I forgot what it was, though. But Also Ragnarok Online. What's Not that? on Facebook, but it's a free MMO. Oh, okay. God. Facebook is... Uh. All right, Toshiba. Yes. Who has been building incandescent light bulbs for, what they say? Back to 1890, years. yeah. Have finally cut out their incandescent bulb production? Yes. Good for them. They were at one nice. point making 78 million incandescent bulbs per they year. Moved to fluorescent or LED? Um, uh, they, last year they produced 7 million incandescent bulbs, 14 million compact fluorescent bulbs, and it also just started to make the LED lights. So they say they're going to start focusing on the LED lights because that's a lot better for the environment than compact fluorescent bulbs. Right. But still, it, it could be the death of the incandescent light bulb. It, it's kind of about time. <laughs> We've had this since the 1800s. We have better technologies. <laughs> we we can rebuild it. We can make, we it, can better. make it better, faster, stronger. <sighs> gamer pride? Gamer pride? Are you proud to be a gamer, Andy? Um, Are you a gamer, Andy? I think so. I have been playing Splinter Cell recently. I'm trying to get through all the Splinter Cell games before Splinter Cell Conviction comes out. I don't think it's going to happen. No, you're not going to. When does it come out? April 13th. You're not going to make it. No, I'm not going to make it. Are you going to get that game or no? Conviction? Yeah. Maybe? Because I want to do the co-op with somebody who's got it. Um, I, maybe. Uh, Well. I have a $45 check in my pocket. I I guess I could put that towards it. I've got a $40 gift card to Target, so. Oh. So this is the do's and don'ts for being a gamer. Don't rage. Well, it's like the, the wear game related t-shirts in public, but don't wear the uh, game shirts that you get at PAX in public. No, those are like night shirts or land party shirts or. Those are the shirts that I wear on the cross country trip and then throw away and then throw away and then get more for the trip back. Yeah. Hey man, if the. I've actually still got the orange shirt from PAX 09 sitting right there. I can see it from here. That horrible, if this shirt smells, or if this shirt doesn't smell, no, I'm, I'm not, not hard g- enough or something. <laughs> yeah, I hate that shirt. That's why it's sitting there unopened. So, talk about games in public. Okay, we're doing that one. Yeah, I do it a lot. Not just about games, but about gaming and the, the social influences yeah. and the repercussions. And- it was it was kind of funny because I was talking with people at this thing called the Torch Club, which was a bunch of people. Who were get, it's professionals, like professors and that sort of stuff, getting together. They would do a dinner and then somebody would do a presentation about some topic or something. And they started asking me about Farmville and Farmtown and that Facebook and Twitter and, Twitter and stuff like that. So I was all telling them about video games and I told them about World of Warcraft and 11 million people, 50 million people, yada, yada, yada. And, mm-hmm. But then I did not um, get carried away, as it says. Yeah, don't don't go overboard. Don't rage, really. Don't fall into, like, a nerd rage. Don't start arguing about Final Fantasy IX. Okay. It was a good game. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you because I'm it told glad. me not to. <laughs> yes, the website says I win. <sighs> Stupid website. <laughs> Your link. I know. Okay, so listen to video game music. All right. Uh-oh. 
Do not sing along unless you're playing rock band, and don't force other people to hear your music. Mmm. What? I mean, don't force them by, like, strapping them down and putting headphones on them, but at the same time, it's always good to expose people to new things. Yes, but I don't want to hear you sing One Wing Angel. No. Or play One Wing Angel. In fact, I don't want any more One Wing Angel Ever. Then you're never going to play. <laughs> no, I'm never going to play. I'm never going or to be GL. Before the encore. Yes. Because what's the encore going to be? One winged angels. Every damn time. <laughs> Although hearing them do the uh, the civilization intro. Yeah. That was really cool. Be res- I had no idea it's the Lord's Prayer. I didn't know that either, but I guess so. Be respectful to the people around you and save the singing for the shower. Or PAX. Anything goes at PAX. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's pretty much anything does go at PAX. Yeah. All right, here we go, Dave. Be social. Yeah. Gaming is inherently social. Yes. But then also hang out with other people who are not gamers. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, uh, I, okay, I do that. I know a couple people. The problem is I tend to pull them into gaming. <laughs> Don't spend all of your time playing games. I work. Yes, everybody works, just like every well, not everybody works, but <laughs> there should be something outside of work that's not gaming. I eat and sleep. I read. That's not gaming. Okay. And I see movies. Are they in 3D? Some of them. What? You're just continuing the horribleness that is the 3D movie machine. My $7 isn't going to make a difference. Yes. But I'm not the one you need to talk to. I can't talk to everybody at once. It won't work. My voice is not That's that loud. That's what this is for. <laughs> uh, conclusion, be yourself. That's always the conclusion. That's, that was no fun. <laughs> Except the conclusion's wrong. You don't want to be yourself. Because if yourself is the guy who rages about the difference between uh, Ninja Gaiden and uh, Shinobi. Oh, Shinobi. Whatever happened to the sequel of Shinobi? I don't know. Whatever happened to Duke Nukem Forever? I don't know. What happened to Penny Arcade Episode 3? Oh! Yeah, they were really upset about that at the show. Well, I, I was upset about that as Mike soon as I Jerry heard. Are, it's clear that they were very upset. So... Now that Andy's kind of let that out, because no one's really made this giant press release about it, uh, Penny Arcade Adventures, Episode 3... And 4. They said it was going to be a four-part. Three-part. When they first set out, they said it... When they they first came out, it said it was going to be a four-part. Three-part. It was going to be a (laughs) four-part. I will so be right on that one. Andy, don't rage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be rage... I'm just going to want to be right. <laughs> so regardless of three or four parts, uh, they, they've discontinued it. Hothead has, was starting to move towards working on other games, and so they pulled the project. Yes. Uh, the story will be finished. They aren't just going to leave you hanging at the end of episode two. But it won't be a game. Yeah. And they were very clearly upset about that. Like, I think that was the hardest announcement they made at PAX. That was probably one of the hardest announcements they've made in a long time. Andy's reading now. I'm t- it doesn't say. Because it was only three parts. It was supposed to be four, I swear. It was a trilogy. It was a four-parter. But I can't find the 
Ah, right. Whatever. Okay. Twitter. Email coup. Ask him. <laughs> okay. Twitter. Twitter. 10 billion tweets so far. Andy got mad at me for Twitter. Why? Because I had Google automatically tweet our podcasts. That's so half the fun is coming up with something in that little 140 characters along with the episode. So I would post something and then I would look back and I'm like, oh, wait a second. It got posted twice. Dave! Twitter, uh, 100 and how many billion? 10 billion, 10 billion tweets. tweets. That's Since, a lot of tweets. Yeah, 2007, basically. 10 billion tweets in three years. Yeah. That is a lot of tweets. Um, it has a user retention rate of 40%. So majority of the people who use Twitter stop stay with Twitter after uh, a month, and it only reaches about ten percent of all internet users. Uh, people normally have majority of the people only have one to five followers, mm-hmm. and a majority of the people only have total one to nine updates. So they use it for a little bit, and then they get tired of it. Yeah, I used it at PAX a lot, but that's about it. That's that's all I would use it for too is packs. Well, I just do it now for fun with haikus. I like the Wasn't haikus. Wasn't your resolution like a year ago to tweet every day? Yeah, with a haiku. That didn't work. Our podcast has a hundred and one followers. Ah, uh, holy crap! We have a hundred and one followers. <laughs> How many of those are bots though? Because I have um four hundred and fifty three followers. I don't think many of them are bots. Dave, how many do you have, personally? Uh, let me find out. Yeah, I have 453. 247 followers. I win! What? 453. Okay. I win the Twitter. No! <laughs> yes. I win the Twitter. Yes. How many tweets do you have, Andy? I just closed it, damn it. I have... 300. 1,477. Well, poop on a stick. I can't think of haikus that fast. <laughs> oh, this is great. Okay, 1% of the visitors account for 35% of all the visits to Twitter. 27% account for 41%. And 72% of the vitter- visitors account for just 24%. So Remember a third when we were talking the, about numbers? Yeah, that 1%. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's good to have you back here, Andy. Okay. The FCC Spectrum auction yeah. is coming back. The the D-Block? The D-Block. The one that they couldn't sell? Yep. Of the 700 megahertz? Yep. Yeah, because they put that like insane restriction about emergency services on yep. it? Yep. Okay, so they're trying to sell it again. Yeah. They're going to, um, they're going to issue a notice of inquiry into it. Oh, I have Dave's phone. Who should I call? I don't know who. Um, do you even know how to make a call in that phone? No, no, I don't. It's pretty easy, actually. I, I have faith you could figure it out. So they're going to figure out what to do with the D-Block now and try and resell it again. And do you want to own some uh, wavelengths? Um, do you have billions of dollars? Nope. Neither do I. So just in case people were wondering what's going on, they are going to be back to sell the D-Block. Cool. In early summer. Yes. Speaking of telcos and wireless spectrums... The FCC lost a court case. Yeah, the stupid court case against Comcast. So the Comcast says, well, now the court ruled that the FCC has no jurisdiction about how the ISPs can control their packets. Okay, so we need Congress to give them jurisdiction? I guess so. 
Otherwise, net neutrality is basically dead because. Yeah. Well, would it then be unconstitutional? Like, does Congress have the constitutional right to give them that power? Uh, I do believe so, yeah, because the Congress officially put at the FCC in charge. So, so time to start. It's time to start writing your writing congressman. letters saying, "Give the FCC power to do this, so that the courts don't strike it down again." So, um, AT AT and T's three G coverage, it seems, is actually quite crappy. Really? That according to lots of AT and T customers. Hmm. I wonder why. Could it be the millions and millions of people with an iPhone? So. Um, Their network was wholly unprepared for it. AT and T's solution to this problem: you can buy your own 3G antenna for 150 bucks. So you plug it into your Ethernet port, and you can get 3G service at your house through your cable for 150 bucks. This is the idea of like putting a cell tower in your backyard. Yeah. Didn't they used to pay you to do that? Yeah. Now you now, can. Now you pay to do it. Yeah. Now if you have an AT and T phone, yeah. Pay us 150 bucks, and you could have 3G service in your house if you have an internet connection, broadband internet connection. They are fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh. like, you know, instead of paying them to let us build stuff, we'll build it and then have them pay us for it. Yep. Is, yeah, why not? Oh, my God. You know, my internet went out the other day, last week, actually. Dave had problems with the internet? What? Yeah, it's so startling. Uh, my upload speed was at 0. 0.02, no, 0. 0.06 megabits per second. So 60K. My phone's connection through the 3G was 400K. <laughs> huh. I tethered my phone. I, I would do that as well. I used that for my network. It was ridiculous. So just for a funny story, the next one. How the TSA handles helper monkeys. Helper monkeys? Yes. So, Dave, if you ever decide to bring a helper monkey to PAX... That would be awesome! <laughs> I wonder if my helper monkey could get a special pass. A helper monkey pass? Could I, I, I want to talk to Ku and Kiko and get, like, a, a special monkey pass. Well, first, Dave, you need a monkey. <laughs> Andy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing a diaper. Just saying just it right really there. really well trained. And very large and hairless. <laughs> That's really cool, though. Monkey helpers. Yeah. The TSA now knows how to handle your monkey. Cool. And your dog. But monkeys are just funnier. Including that the inspection process that? may require the handler to take off the monkey's diaper. In awesome. case you decide to smuggle something. Yeah, in your monkey's... I don't want to go there. <laughs> What does it take to get a helper monkey? A monkey? First off, you need a monkey to have a helper monkey. Well, no, I I think the helper monkey would be the monkey, Andy. Okay. You don't need to have one to get one. Well, I don't know, Dave. I'm perfectly fine and perfectly capable of using my own two hands for everything. But wouldn't it just be cool to have a helper yeah. There was a Simpsons episode about that, wasn't there? There was a Friends episode, episodes with the helper monkey. Okay. So I never watched Friends. So. Remember Pwn to Own? Pwn to Own. The one Daily. where you guys, whoever can hack the laptop will get the laptop? Yes. Happened again. Okay. The guy who won the uh, MacBook Pro for the third time in a row. <laughs> um, 
says he's tired of the lack of progress in security. Okay. So he keeps on his third time winning a MacBook and ten thousand dollars, and he's like, you know what, this this sucks. So um, he is not actually going to. Well, he has to give the security flaw. The one that he found. Yeah. Right. But he's saying that he he's done. He's too he, upset at the process. Yeah. He says he's no longer going to hand over the vulnerabilities. Um, he wants to actually show them what he's doing to find the vulnerabilities so they can do that rather than trying to fix the leaky dam. He will show them how to build the dam better or how to find the leaks first right. before you build the dam. Which is really what they should have done in the first place. Yeah. I mean, they, they should have held this competition, given him the prize, and then gone to him and said, we'd like to hire you. But nope. It's kind of funny that all the stuff got hacked again. Yeah. Every year, it's just, oh, they, they hacked the phones, they hacked the laptops, all the stuff got hacked again, and people won the stuff again. So, Dave, I'm thinking we should pr- energy start um, efficient. Efficient, yeah. Can we? I don't know. We probably could. We just have to submit a fake picture of something, and I guess Energy Star will, majority of the time, approve it. Can we just send a picture of the hounds? <laughs> if we do something, you should. Sure? I, like, I, I think both our laptops are Energy Star, aren't they? I guess so, but yeah. Energy Star, they, they ask for a picture and a description of the item from the consumer or from the company, and then ah, they'll approve it. So I'm not sure what we could send. We could send them a picture of ourselves? <laughs> I'm energy efficient. I take in energy, a lot of energy, and I use it. Yeah. Without wasting most of it. I, I sweat sometimes, and I... Yeah, we're, we're going <laughs> to stop there. But yeah. so my mind's going over to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, so they... Um, the Government Accountability Office stated they used four bogus manufacturing firms and fictitious individuals to apply for Energy Star partnerships. And out of the uh, 20 bogus products, 15 were approved. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, so Energy Star needs to work on that. Yeah, so if your stuff is Energy Star approved, not it, really it, saying much. It doesn't much. necessarily mean much of anything anymore. Yep. Which is too bad. A gasoline-powered alarm clock? Yeah. Gasoline-powered alarm clock got approved as Energy Star efficient. efficient. Oh, God. <laughs> so the iPad came out, and it's already jailbroken. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I love Like, it was jailbroken within days. Days. Uh, he was able to jailbreak the Jesus pad after a mere 24 hours of tinkering. 24 hours and it's already broken. Well, because it uses the iPhone's OS. Yeah. Basically, I mean, a souped up version of it, but it's really the same core OS. He used a variation on here at the jailbreak used on OS 3.1.3. So, yeah. That's really kind of funny. <laughs> and um, MP3s are taking over the car, which is kind of interesting because. Sucks to be you, Mr. Radio Guy. Yeah. Out of a survey of 1,700 Americans, 44% own an MP3 player, which I found to actually seem to kind of be kind of low. Only 44% own You MP3 live in an player. urban area. Go a little further out. Probably. Go out to the farms. Or look at your house. Yeah. You own an MP3 player. Do your parents? No. No, they don't. There you go. You're right. 54% of these people have linked the device to the car stereo, so one in four Americans has connected an MP3 player to a car stereo to listen to their MP3s while driving. Yep. 
Which, if you take our survey, that should be an option for where do you listen to the podcast? In the car. In the car. Are you one of those four Amer? Are you one of those four Americans who listens to their four? MP- <laughs> what? Forty-three percent. No, no. What? Forty-four percent own an MP3 player, and fifty-four percent of those forty-four percent. Okay, fifty-four percent of forty-four. Yes, is not four. No, but it's twenty-four percent. Right, but you said four. Are you one of those four Americans? That is what you said. <laughs> not only is that what you said, that is what you said multiple times. <laughs> Random topic. (laughs) Awesome. It's that time. It's a random topic. I rolled ahead of time with the same random generator that we could use to pick you to pick you as our or as a person, not winner, but as a person to receive a gift card from us. Yes. For being so nice and taking our survey. Yes. Which you can find on our website. Yes. RAPodcast.net. Yes. Or .com. Either one. It takes you to the same place. What are some of the problems for the race for better slash more technology? This sounds like a Bry question. It's either Bry or Brendan. I think it was a Brendan question. Really? Yeah. What are the problems with the race for more and better technology? Okay. Uh, economic cost? Yeah, because if you want to be on the cutting edge, you're going to have to pay cutting edge prices. Yeah, you have to spend a lot of money, uh, advancements in other areas, because you are going to choose to focus your advancement on one area or another. Just like with the cars at the auto show, with all of the hybrid cars, where were any of the diesel cars or the diesel hybrids? Where's the diesel infrastructure it's too in the much US? of a, a stigma against diesel. Yeah. Uh Certainly an environmental cost, because to produce, you, you kind of have to sacrifice resources. Yeah, it was the, the stuff, the topic we talked about months ago, about the precious materials that are used in the solar cells that actually work a lot better than the, the silicone-based solar cells. Right. But how much of those precious materials are Do we, we going to have? have? Right. The, li- the lithium for the batteries, we're getting that from what, salt flats? nature preserves that sort of thing. I think most I of the stuff's coming from the salt flats in Bolivia and from the one in Africa. I forgot what it's called. But those are basically the two sources of lithium. Not much else around. There's also the uh, the uh, medical concerns for progress of technology. Yeah. Is my cell phone causing cancer? I don't know. Is it making me sterile? I don't know. Sterile. That too. <laughs> sterile, sterile. Sterile. Okay, sterile. Fine. I will go Milk. with that. Um, problems with the race to technology. The Blu-ray versus HD DVD. Mm, what happens if, if you start backing... Early inv- like early investing? Yeah. Uh. St- you start backing the wrong technology. Evidently, the, the Xbox HD DVD players are selling for like 50 bucks on eBay. Hmm. I'm really thinking of throwing mine on there. Because what do I have? I have King Kong, I think. Yeah. Is like the only... You have King Kong and Heroes. Heroes should be unopened, actually. You have Hero Season 1 unopened. That might be worth something. Go check it out on eBay. Yeah. But what happens if you, you're racing for the best in the next version of DVD and people got caught, like us, with the wrong one? Yeah. Well, as soon as porn went to Blu-ray, we should have said, like, okay, that's it. Blu-ray wins. <laughs> the way of porn is the future. Because they did back Blu-ray, right? Yeah. And they backed VHS. Yeah. It's not a small industry. <laughs> um, 
race with new technology, I'm getting a lot of people left in the dust. Because you think about it, my dad, back in the early, late 80s when I was born, was on the technological edge. He had the IBM 286 computer. He had the laptop with the battery that weighed 20 pounds. The lead batteries. Yeah, the lead batteries. <laughs> he had the, the 14.4 baud modem. Mm-hmm. But then with all the new technology coming out, he had his stuff, but then... Can't keep up. No, you can't keep up. You. I wasn't even thinking about people like your dad. I was thinking about people who still haven't gotten into it to begin with. Yeah, they're just becoming more and more... There's a disconnect there. Right. When a new form of communication comes out, people start communicating in that form of communication, and then they start cutting off the older forms of communication. Oh, I, eventually, that rear segment should catch up. Not necessarily to where the front is, but They'll, close enough that they can communicate again. I mean, look at telephones. Okay, so When phones ha- came out, not everyone had them. No. And in fact, for a long time, there was a significant number of people that didn't. But now... Supposedly, everybody's got a cell phone now. Well, or a landline. Or a landline. Oh, that's another thing with the race to technology that's a problem. The when infrastructure the sucks. The, when the infrastructure sucks and goes down, what are we going to do? Right. My or, power goes out, cell phone tower goes down. I can't do anything with my cell phone. If I had a landline, pick it up. Power through the landline. Mm-hmm. No problem. Or there's also the issue of the current infrastructure holding us back. Yeah. That we were so heavily invested in what we've got. That we couldn't look to what we need. That's, the, that's what they're talking about with the uh, energy efficiency, with what to do compared to oil. Oil's cheap because we've had this infrastructure in place for decades. And it's so entrenched and it's so easy to get to, the infrastructure for gasoline is set up perfectly that it's mm-hmm. hard to get that infrastructure anywhere else because the cost is immense. Yeah. To have to tear down all the stuff and redo everything else, it would just, it's ridiculous. So those, I'd say, are, are the problems with a race to new technologies. Of course, who are you racing against? You You're say not- a race to new technologies, but yeah. who, who are you racing against? Well, I guess we're just racing against time? Technically, yes. I, there's entropy in the universe. Um, Second law of thermodynamics is that the energy is going to eventually even out. I'm not sure who you're racing against. We're kind of working together at this point, but I, I think it's just a poor choice of of words. I don't think race is really what they meant. But still, just the the I think they meant inevitable the, the advancement and the advancement of technology, which is kind of funny because the advancement of technology is increasing at an ever exponential. Well, not, not really exponential, not exponential but still. But it's still increasing very steadily, and it's increasing faster and faster and faster and faster. The second derivative is positive. What? The rate of increase is increasing. Yes. That's what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay. So the second derivative is positive? Yes. Okay. The, the first derivative is the rate. Yeah. The second derivative is, is the, the rate, rate of, of the, the rate. rate. Okay. Yeah. The third derivative is the rate of the rate of the rate. Yes. Calc lessons on RA podcasts. I've now got sine waves going through my head. No. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. Please take the survey. Pretty please with cherries and sugar. And Amazon gift cards on top. Amazon gift cards. <laughs> All right. See you next Thanks, week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>